1: good I'm feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to
2: myself I'm driving. Hey y'all, I'm Jules. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the Spirit doctor Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly, what's up? Hey Jules? How's it going? It's going. It's going. We're 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 going for broke today. We're recording two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, right?
0: right? But they're gonna be aired separately, so yeah. You know. It's gonna be fun because you know I want to say hey in the last episode, but it wasn't the last episode. Right? It wasn't the
2: last episode, <laughs> but that's okay.
0: Not for us, <laughs> but yeah, we're just messing with things because I'm trying to put more things in in the can so that I, I can uh, take some time off when I make my move. So I'm I'm gonna be all discombobulated coming up here. So, so yeah, life goes on.
2: Yeah, that's it. Well, we we are we're, we're making the uh making the product now. We're gonna store it away. Then that way we have a stash of them. And and what are we doing in the end? We are taking care of our audience. There you go. Taking care of me at the same. There time. There you go. <laughs> because it's always good to always good to take care of your shaman. I'm just saying. We, that's right.
0: Always feed and water and take care of the shaman. That's it. Because you know, if you don't, I get cranky, and you do not want a cranky shaman.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we we want happy shaman. Happy, happy shaman. shaman. <laughs> Happy and
0: happy yes. life. Yes, right.
2: <laughs> that might trump happy wife, happy life. I'm just I'm saying. Thinking, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure my husband would agree with that.
2: Because you know how to throw fireballs. I'm just saying. I, you know, there's there's a
0: lot of shit I can do.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thankfully I'm not inclined to anymore, but you know, I could, right? Yeah. It's it's there. Yeah. There is that.
2: So now we're going to be talking about our topic today. Uh, yes, channeling. I won't be
0: cutting you off again. No, that's quite <laughs> all right. You're like, happy shaman, happy life. It's all good.
2: <laughs> happy boss, happy episode. It's all good. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So channeling and um, automatic writing.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know, what's really funny is that I speak. I think you gave me this topic. Somebody gave me this topic because I, I didn't come up with this on my own. Somebody asked about it. Um, and you said, when I said, oh, we're going to be recording this one today, you were like, oh, look, I've been doing this. So let's let's talk about that because we love synchronicity.
2: I think the other night at the house, I unintentionally channeled my um, my father-in-law who has passed. Um have no idea how I did it, but the way I have my ward set up is if... Um, a spirit may be invited in and you can come visit that's all good um and a spirit you know uh, our ancestors our family members who have p- crossed over all of those who come in perfect love and perfect trust you know spirit guys and all that but you have to be invited in and um my husband and I were sitting there and just watching TV and we chit chat you know we mute the commercials and chit chat while that's going on and next thing I know, um, we got to talking about his dad. And all of a sudden, my feelings as Jewel um, kind of went numb, meaning emotionally, I was numb, which is a first for me. Uh, but it, it was, it's a different kind of feeling. And I was like, well, what's going on now? Well, then um, I remembered two stories that uh, my husband had uh, told me, and they love to play practical jokes on each other. So they were in the timber business. Long story short, cutting down trees, and they got to where they were very in sync with each other. Um, and but they love playing practical jokes. So one of them is my husband cut through uh, or cut down a tree and actually cut through a snake. So killed the snake. Snake was dead. Not a problem. However. He could not pass up the opportunity to then fling said snake over toward where his dad was, thinking said snake was going to go around his ankles and like land his feet. Negative, Ghost Rider. The snake went through the air and wrapped itself around Mr. Charlie's neck while he saw. Him. Yeah. So he's like, ah, you know, with with the chainsaw going all that. So stop stopped the chainsaw. Yeah. And-
0: this is, smart. This, is, this is guy things right it's, no woman would ever do no this, no right? no
2: complete dude thing right and then of course father's son so he looks down and of course his snake is dead and mitch is like i'm so sorry i i, I didn't mean it you know and of course his dad's falling over laughing because he gets it's a joke right okay so that's the story i knew it from mitch's perspective right in this instance, what started the movie that started playing literally in my head was from a different perspective. I see the snake like it's curled, you know, kind of like an S, like a, a, you know, loosely shaped S flying through the air coming to me. And I feel like my throat chakra and all that gets very, very tight. And so, but this is me sitting on the couch with my husband and I'm like, well, what's going on? So I said, okay, this is what I'm, and I can't freak him out. The ongoing joke is that he's waiting for me to catch up with him. So he's extremely supportive. He's awesome. And so I am explaining the scene that I'm seeing in my head. And I said, but it's from a different perspective, telling him all that. And he was like, yeah, he says, that's exactly what happened. But he didn't tell me how the snake flew through the air and all of that. And then um, I just, you know, I was telling him that, you know, different messages from his dad and all that, and then, unbeknownst to me, tears started coming down my face. But I was not upset. I was not sad. I was not anything. Literally, and I looked at him. I'm like, I don't know why I'm crying. I, I'm not upset. I'm not sad. I'm not literally, I'm emotionally numb. This is weird so that's what we kind of chalked it up to and then later on you know because you know when i'm driving either to work or whatever i'm like hey mr charlie if that was you coming through and i was channeling you can you give me some little sign a little goosey and sure enough goosey's head to toe you know so i just literally i talked to him um and all that and but when you say gooseys, you mean goosebumps. goosebumps. Goosebumps, yes, yes, goosebumps. But how I was phrasing the messages that he, that he had was how he would phrase it. It's not how I speak. And so I was asking um, my husband, like, does that make sense? And he was like, completely. And so I'll say I unintentionally channeled, meaning I wasn't going, hey, Mr. Charlie, like ghost, you know, come step into my body and, you know, take over. So, yeah, so what can you tell me about channeling since apparently i can i did it once so and I, and i and i'll tell you i've that's one thing um I, i'll say activity it scares me in that i want to make sure and that's my first question if i'm going to practice channeling one how do i do it do, but do more importantly we've talked about containers before setting up a container and protection so that not any old raggly scraggly thing can come in. So that's one thing I've always kind of been scared of is, is my, is whoever I'm asking to channel, is that the person or if it's like a fairy or something, I don't know, but just go with me. Is that who's going to be coming through? Okay. So let's first start with the question of
0: to channel or not to channel, right? Because that, that is the question because channeling is quite dangerous and the reason is because, you know, if you don't know how to shove something back out of your body, it could decide it wants to keep it. And so that's that's issue number one. Issue number two is that if you're channeling an entity who has never been embodied, then it may not do uh, good things to your body. It may not get up and go pee when you have to pee. It may not feed you when you need to eat. It may not sleep. You know, all of these things that could do physical damage to your body that it is unaware of. Um, And so, you know, channeling can be quite dangerous. And, you know, Kathy calls it, you know, acceptable possession. (laughs) She calls it, you know, agreed upon possession, because that's basically what it is, right? So, you know, there's two different kinds of channels. There's a semi-conscious channel and an unconscious channel. And a semi-conscious channel is where you are still aware of what's happening, and you're watching it happen. And an unconscious channel is where you just go off to la-la land and it takes over and you don't know what's going on while it's there. Okay. I'm not a big fan of the unconscious channel. I'm way too much of a control freak to do an unconscious channel thing. So I don't recommend it. Yeah, I don't recommend it. I believe, and you know, don't quote me, but I believe that um, Abraham Hicks, that Esther Hicks is an unconscious channel that Abraham just comes in and and does his thing and that she's gone and she doesn't know what's being said. I think that's what I heard, you know, when I was 10. So been a long time. I haven't checked that, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. So I am a big fan of the semi-conscious channel. However, the, when you're a semi-conscious channel, there's more of a chance of getting in the way of the message because you want to, coming in control stuff and say, Oh, don't say that. And Oh, you know, don't put it that way. And Oh, well, you know, I can't say that. And It's like, well, it's not you saying it. So, you know, get out of the way. Right. Um, and if you don't know how to evict something from your energy field, then you really should not be channeling. And because, you know, if something comes in and you can't get it out, what are you going to do? So is it
2: easy to evict something not always. Not always? No. Would that be a be? Depends on how knowledgeable it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> how entrenched you let it get before you decide it needs to be gone, right? Uh, so my rule number one of channeling is learn how not to channel first. Because you need to know how to say no to something that comes knocking, which is what you did when you were in that uh, liquor store shopping for Merlot
2: yeah and I'm like mm mm i i I literally pictured a closed sign in in my i I was saying my head, I don't know what's the right terminology if it's my third eye vision, I don't know what that is, but I pictured literally a closed sign, and I'm like negative goes trying to leave me alone, and then it's you know how on the chakras, like the crown chakra, you'll say open up uh, I use the imagery of a camera lens opening and shutting, and then I went, close that sucker up tight.' Yeah. See,
0: that's knowing how to say no. Right. If you don't know how to say no, you have no business channeling because inevitably something's going to come in and run you that you didn't intend to to do that. And so, yeah, you don't want to. be.
2: And could that be like, I mean, it could be anything. It could be human or non-human. Insert alien, insert thing that has never been a human or alien form because there's this other thing out there. Could be a demon, could be a ghost, could be
0: a succubus, could be an incubus, could be anything.
2: So so if so if I know how to say no, and I understand that uh, I'm going to be using my personal shields, you know, or the... the You're going to set up safe space. Safe space, and, yeah. set up your container. I'll say bubble of white light, all-encompassing, and we're, you know, or um, I'm going to take a channeling class or you know, hey, there's a YouTube video for that. So um, what would be some... I'm not a big fan of YouTube videos (laughs) for learning
0: skills like this. But why? Because there's nobody to monitor you and tell you that you didn't understand it and you're fucking it up. You know, if you're doing it in a class where somebody can see you who knows what the hell they're doing and they can look at you and say, okay, no, not like that. That's bad. That's going to hurt you. But if you're learning it off a YouTube video, well, you know all bets are off. You know you misunderstand, or you didn't hear, or you you lost attention for five seconds, and it came back, and you missed an important step, and now you're doing it all tweaked, and you you don't even know you're doing it tweaked because there's nobody there to say, "Hey, hold your roll, slow your roll." You know this is not the way to do it, right? Yeah, that's why
2: buyer beware. Then so cautionary tale. Because um, there's also no way to vet who does what. So if it's insert Joe Bob, yes, I'm making that up. <laughs> Joe Bob's school of channeling, and he's all he has is YouTube videos. You know, there's no way to vet that. You know, does does Billy Bob know what he's doing over here? You know. So um, now, when you're channeling, am I? And so, so I'm getting ready to channel. Um, um I've set my container. Um, I know how to say no and am I going to use my energy for this or am I going to um, do something like a tree meditation or something to not use my energy or how do I get myself out the way or am I going to be really tired after channeling? This is not something that takes your
0: energy because it's the other entity coming in and doing things and so basically it's just you giving space making space in your body for that entity to talk through you, right? Um, so unless you're battling with it for for control, which some of us control freaks may do, <laughs> when we learn how to do this, we're like, oh no, oh, no, no, no. If you're back and forth, then you'll be tired. But if you're not, then there's no reason to be tired. You just basically took a break while this thing ran your body. So unless it talked you talked your vocal cords raw because it talked it for hours and hours and hours without water, you know, then, you know, that's a different story. But I, I have never found myself to be tired at the end of a channeling session. So,
2: so, cause, cause you do channeling for your um, sound healings. I do channeling for my sound healings.
0: I, <laughs> Caroline rightly said that I was channeling some of the answers on the podcast. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I sort of half channel most of what I do. So um, at this point, it's, it's less of a, so it's, uh, Kathy and I say that we share a brain when we do retreats together, right? We, we literally share a brain and, you know, I'll start a sentence. She'll finish it. Right. Bang, bang, bang. Right. You can't really tell where one person ends and the other one begins because we're just sharing a brain. And it's kind of like that with me at this point because I've been doing it for so long. I don't actually vacate the premises at all. Uh, and and they don't really come into my body anymore. I mean, it, it, when I do the sound healing, yes. But when I'm just talking and coaching and you know sharing information on the podcast and stuff, I am literally just like real-time translating and... You know, it's like they're telling me and I'm telling you. And I I almost can't tell the difference between my thoughts and their thoughts anymore. We've been working together for so long.
2: When you're channeling, how does the information come across? In other words, do you see um, a picture in your mind? Do you hear the words? Does, um, if I'm channeling one of my ancestors, they may be from a different time period, they don't speak like, I, like we do here. Am I going to hear it how I talk? Am I going to hear it in my own voice or in theirs? So you're not going to hear anything if you're actually channeling.
0: You're going to watch yourself say things. For anybody who was a serious pothead in college, it's kind of like being incredibly stoned, right? (laughs) It's like, if you've ever been so stoned that you're like outside of your body and watching things from a distance through your own eyes, it's like that, right? And, and something else is talking and it's like, it says it and then you become aware of what it said.
2: Oh, on the back side
0: on the back side you you or you watch it saying it as it's coming out of your mouth and you're going wow that's really interesting i didn't have that thought right it's just like oh that just that just came right out right out of my mouth and i don't know where that came from right it's that sort of experience when you're actually channeling
2: i've heard that after the chan- a channeling session is done that the i guess channeler <laughs> the the channel does not remember a lot of what happens in said channeling session?
0: Yeah, it depends on how far out of their body they were. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, memory engrams are created through our conscious awareness of what has happened. If we are not consciously aware, if we are only peripherally aware, it is harder to store memory engrams about it.
2: Okay, so is that what we are getting out of the way so the channeling process can happen? Am I getting my conscious... Every day, my, I'll say, is it my ego side that I'm getting out of the way? So, and are there different ways to do that? Like if, if I'm beginning, you know, and I'm, I'm dipping my toe into the channeling, do I meditate before? Do, do I do the other section of our, pod, of our session today, automatic writing to help me get into that? Or automatic writing and channeling are basically the same thing. It's
0: just you're you're giving the spirit access to your hand to write with instead of your mouth to talk with. So they're effectively the same thing. All right, and so uh, you know the how do you do it? Okay, let me think. I know it's, yeah. <laughs> I I did. Know laugh, right? <laughs> so let me let me think. Um, the way that you do it is to relax more than anything else. It's about. Relaxing and allowing and trying not to freak out, right? Because that's where that's where we try and wrest control back from the thing that's channeling through us, right? Is we we get freaked out and we're like, oh, I feel out of control. I must have my body back, right? And so that's when you get into a battle, right? Um, even with something that you've given permission, you're like, ah, I'm freaking out, right? So the more you can relax and just allow the better you're going to be at channeling. It's the same concept as if you're learning to be an energy healer, right? When you're learning to be an energy healer, it's about being a clear channel. It's about getting out of the way of the energy. And this is the exact same thing. It's just getting out of the way of the person who's trying to communicate through you.
2: Okay. So um, getting into a meditative state type of... And I say that meaning... I'm not thinking about what I'm buying at Walmart later today. I'm clearing my mind or, or as Kathy puts it, you're under the water and all those thoughts are on the top of the water down the river and they're just floating by. And then the, that's when the, then the magic happens and the channeling comes through now.
0: Well, and you have to open your crown chakra and you have to invite them in and, you know, assuming they're not knocking already, you know, uh i when i first started channeling i was doing it completely unsafely just just like you did right you know it's like random people showed up and you're like yeah <laughs> right <laughs> was just like, i was just gonna say what it is that i gotta say i remember the first time i i channeled consciously that i knew that i was channeling um i was talking to a couple of people i was selling them a house that's how long ago this was this was like the mid 90s right and um I was selling them a house and they were big, big Edgar Casey peeps. And, uh, they, they were, you know, I was like, I feel like I'm, you know, I was just like, I just suddenly started talking about where we had known each other in a past life. And that's why we got along so well. And just talking about all the, all the things that happened and, you know, how I had been the person that betrayed the tribe and, and that they had all died as a result of it. I mean, just this long story. is like not what you would expect to tell your clients when you're selling them a house,
2: right? Wait, 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 hold up. Pause. Wait a minute. You're in the middle, and the living room is has an open concept. And back in the day when I was in another life, and we were really buds, and I messed up the tribe. I mean, you just... No, it didn't go that fast. You know, we 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 were talking about... We
0: were talking about spiritual stuff, right? We had ha- started having a conversation about spiritual stuff, and I was sitting on the counter in the kitchen, and we were just having a conversation. It was a vacant house, and they were talking about, you know, Casey, and they were talking about their spiritual beliefs, and da da da, and you know, we were all, you know, just talking about how connected we felt, and blah blah blah. And next thing I knew, I was channeling and telling the story. So, yeah.
2: Oh wow! So they were. So were they woo woo people, or were they? They were. They were, they, they were totally woo woo. Yeah. They weren't the. What's the Harry Potter muggles? Muggles. muggles. No, they, were, they weren't.
0: They weren't. They weren't mug. Yeah, well, they. They weren't. I wouldn't say they were awakened. I would say that they were enthusiasts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they they were still in that sort of discovery phase and. And you know, enthusiastic about it. They were probably in the proof and proselytizing stage, you know, where they're just like, ooh, this stuff's really cool. I must tell everyone I know. So Then drag them out to classes with me so they don't think I'm nuts, right? That they were in that phase, right? And, and I was, I was, I don't even know what phase I was in. I was, I was just, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> because, well, you know, I had all that education early in life. So I, it was not exactly the same for me, right? But the, um, yeah, I just randomly started talking to them and they looked at me when I was done and they said that was cool. And I'm like, "What?" They said your eyes totally changed. You were not you. And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I was not me." And they're like, "That was so cool." So yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you end up closing the deal? I don't think they bought that house, but they bought they another bought house. They bought
2: another one. Okay. It was they bought they bought a house eventually. Now how does if I'm channeling you know you and it's speaking through me so I'm you know talking and then versus automatic writing cuz what you know me I'm the I'm the research person here and I'm Uncle Google knows it all so when I'm googling different ways to do automatic writing which I did for the first time like a couple weeks ago bunch of different ways that I've seen that I, I found to do this. So one way, of course, you, you relax like you were talking about. And one, you use your non-dominant hand to write stuff so that the reasoning was the ego on, with your associated with your dominant hand would not take over. And then the other one said, it doesn't matter. Either hand, whatever. Just, you know, and it, it you get into this meditative state. You know, you got the little, the little nice little music playing in the background, clear your mind. And then just whenever you hear yourself talking to yourself, just, just write what you, what you hear or the other thing, just literally put the pen to the paper and you just start, your hand starts moving. So for me, I experienced both. I wrote stuff that made no sense, but then I also started drawing It's like I was drawing stuff and I don't know what it was. And so you like on this one, you start out with like just drawing a figure eight over and over and over. And then eventually it just went into you writing stuff or drawing pictures. And I had both. And sometimes my words, of course, I don't know. I'm not looking at the paper. You know, Um, I did it with my eyes closed. I don't know if that was right, wrong or what. So what's your kind of, what's been your experience with automatic writing? Well, I sucked at it. Well, that's (laughs) encouraging. (laughs) I I
0: sucked at it because I was way too much in my head. You know, it was really hard for me to because so, so uh, writing is inherently a left brained thing, right? Because it's using language. And so it is inherently going to put you in your logical brain. And so, you know, the idea of using your non-dominant hand, I tried that. I ended up with chicken scratch that I couldn't read and, you know, it didn't work very well for me, but um, I, I just couldn't get out of the way. I found it much easier to be in my verbal language center than in my written language center, because they're, they're different centers in the brain. Right. And so I found that it was easier for me to just talk than it was for me to write. Now, did I do it? Yeah, I did it a couple of times. I took I took a lot of work. <laughs> I remember it, I did it when um, Neil Donald Walsh came out with Conversations with God. Everybody was doing automatic writing back then because it's like, oh, he had this conversation with God. I want to have a conversation with God too, right? And so, you know, everybody was trying it back then. And, uh, it was not super successful for me. And you know, this is this is something to pay attention to is that not everything's going to be your bag. I'm good at a lot of things. And I suck at this one, right? It's not my bag. So I'm not doing it. And I just leaned into the channeling, the verbal channeling instead. And you know, channeling may not be your bag at all, actually and you know not everybody is naturally inclined to it and that's fine too right you don't have to have every gift out there i can't do things you know i can't do uh you know what is it pyro i i the, the, the pyrokinesis right i can't do telekinesis at all i can't like make a fire out of nothing i can't pick something up with my mind oh that
2: would be so cool um,
0: It would be, I would love that, right? It'd be so cool, but I'm not attached to it because I'm really good at other things. So I just do the other things and it's fine. The the key is not to get attached to the stuff that you can't do because that's gonna limit your brain. It's gonna make your brain say, oh, well, I just can't do this stuff. And it's, no, there are different avenues that you can do in different places and you just need to do those things, right? And that's fine. Don't worry about it. But, you know, we get stuck in this idea of what we want to do. And then we get disappointed when we don't have that particular gift. And do yourself a favor and don't, don't go down that road. Be in a place of curiosity and see what is your gift. Because there are amazing things that come out of whatever gift you have. And I'm, I'm reminded of Encanto, right? Right. <laughs> where she goes and, and uh, where uh, Mirabelle, who's the main character in Encanto, uh, is, she, she doesn't get her magic when everybody else gets theirs. And she's like, I'm the only one without magic. I'm the only one. And, uh, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Encanto, you know, she ends up being the one with the most magic who saves everything. But, you know, this is the thing, right? Her magic is just different than everyone else's magic. And so, uh, this is what you have to recognize is that your magic may just be different than everyone else's. And so don't compare yourself to other people or to um, you know what you expect. Just be with what is, because that's where your gifts will show up most strongly.
2: Absolutely. Um, it's It's so funny part of my journey, my journey with you has been... Be happy with yourself. Stop comparing yourself. That's your ego brain. And t- t- tell your monkey mind to shut the hell up because they don't know what he's talking about. You know, and that's when all the childhood trauma comes back. It's like, you're not good enough. You don't know this. Blah, 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 blah. And it, 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 it serves no purpose except to keep you small. Yeah. Keep you small. And keep you guessing yourself, and I really can't. Who, Lillo, me? You know, <laughs> I'm laughing because y'all have no idea how much she's fussed at me. Going, would you quit? I, I get get. And 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 we spent so much time going, you're going to hear I love you and you're going to hear you're enough until you actually accept it. So we did a whole exercise on that. So I am speaking from my experience. I'm speaking my truth. Look at me. Go me. Go me. Hey. Yeah. So so I was thinking about that movie, one of my favorite movies, Practical Magic. And when the mom, she just goes... (sighs) And the candle lights up and the little girls (laughs) are (laughs) going, yeah, see, that's me. I'm trying to go. (laughs) (laughs) It's the one party trick I want. You
0: know, all I want to do is have midnight margaritas. Yes. (laughs) We can make that happen. (laughs) Take it all up. You know what? I'm going to have a retreat one time and we are going to do midnight margaritas.
2: Oh my gosh. Yes, indeed. I love it. That's going to be awesome. So, all right. So channeling. So, and whether you do voice channeling, I'll say, or automatic writing, click, clear your mind. Then the rest will follow. (laughs) so you know i
0: this would be a good time to mention that i have a webinar that is on what to do once you found your spiritual awakening right it's called you know you've had a spiritual awakening so now what right and uh there is a there's a webinar, and we'll post a link in the show notes on how to get to it. Because quite frankly, I haven't recorded it yet. I've written it, but I haven't recorded it yet as of the time of this this uh, podcast recording. So uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't freaking know. But by the time this comes out, we will have a link and we will put it in the show notes, and uh, that it will walk you through uh, the different stages of uh, what your um, awakening should look like in order to be most effective and to be safest and it will also explain to you what the different types of gifts are and what what they look like and you know how they might manifest in your life so it's a really in-depth webinar and it's going to be really really impactful and i highly recommend that you check it out wherever it is that i post it (laughs)
2: And probably it's going to be posted in multiple places if this show notes or um, even in the spiritual awakening series that we're doing, um, you know, so you can see that. And then also you'll uh, probably have a link on your website and all. Very good. So it will be here. It will be there. It will be everywhere.
0: Yes. Oh, the places
2: will go. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that means you're going to be driving the bus instead of the inner children. Yes, that's the idea. That's going to be one fun bus ride.
0: <laughs> Put the happy shaman in the driver's seat. And life's going to be entertaining. <laughs> yes.
2: yes, and midnight margaritas. I mean, you can't ask for more than yeah. that. I'm just uh, saying. Well, yeah. well, <laughs> no, you
0: know, no, no midnight margaritas for the kids. Sorry, they got to
2: sleep. Uh, true that, true that. Yeah, they got to sleep. It's okay. All right, so did you want to wrap up today with any other thoughts on channeling and automatic writing and with, with a wonderful Kellyism? Get the hell out of the way. And that's Just it. Relax folks.
0: And let it that's <laughs> it. Relax and let it happen. There you go. That that sounds really bad because, you know, it's like, you know, Kathy uses a phrase that says, you know, uh, turn your head and think of England.
2: <laughs> I am going to ask her you about know, that. You know, the next time she's on the podcast, I'm like, so Kathy, have you turned your head and thought about England lately? <laughs> no, <don't ask> me. <laughs> oh, the paths we go down, Kelly.
0: <laughs> oh my you know, this is your bonus for staying this long. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> All right. That's when you listen all the way through to the end.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's the juice at the end of the podcast. That's it. All right. Well, hopefully we have inspired everyone. And Kelly, you've absolutely been a wonderful source of information for channeling and automatic writing. Um, But that's all that we have for this week, folks. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules, here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye.
1: Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon. Within my car, I'm all alone. But feeling good and feeling Strong knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself. I'm driving, wondering where my spirit will. I'm driving.
0: Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since?